0: Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's food editor Stephanie March and local foodie from Stephanie's dish Stephanie Hansen, no food it's all about food fun food frivolity and food talking about everything happening at the Minnesota State Fair it's podcast on a stick here's the Stephanie's
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to day 10 day of Podcast 10. on a Stick. And we are live at the Minnesota State Fair, just like we have been every day for the past 10 days. I'm Stephanie Hansen. I'm Stephanie March. And we are sitting outside and had gone inside the Angry Birds universe.
0: It's the art and science behind a global phenomenon. It's the exhibit that is part of the new exhibition hall in the North End. That has uh, this was the major construction that started last year, right at the end of State Fair conclusion last year, and they just built it, and it's a big old crazy building that it's gorgeous. It's just a beautiful building.
1: Fantastic, yeah. And the Angry Birds universe. Let's uh, talk about it. Uh, I give it a like solid ten out of ten. Oh,
0: a solid ten. So like, cute. Listen. You know what? Sometimes when you go to other cities and you check out their museums and all this stuff, and there's, you know, it's kind of like you're a tourist in your own town here. But this Angry Birds thing is completely fun and interactive, and they're science-based. It's knowledge. You know, they have the kids. So when you bring your kids in uh it's going to be full of games and activities they can do but there's it's obviously a little bit about science
1: and they have a little bit about the real birds that the angry birds are modeled off of they have pulleys so you're learning about like weight and pulling they have a slingshot they have a zip line for kids that they're knocking down like how in the angry birds how you zip line and you knock down the blocks don't you
0: think that's got to be the hot Thing that everybody wants to do here is to get into the, like get into that swing and then knock a pig off its pedestal. Yes, Piggies Do You play ped. Angry Birds? Oh, th- I had a I had a moment. I remember it was a Christmas time moment like five years ago, where for some reason. We all
1: just sat around for like two days straight and got as far as we could. And we played so much Angry Birds. It's so fun. I, the Angry Birds is on my phone. And when I'm flying and you have to like turn off your Wi-Fi. That's what you play? I play Angry Birds. That's
0: funny. Yep. Yeah, no, we got into it. And I have seen both Angry Birds movies. You know what I mean? And it's sort of, it's cute. I like the, I like the, uh, the idea behind it. I super love the puzzle factor of it and I'm we all know I'm competitive and I get very competitive with myself and I get very into this whole thing of like adjusting and you know kind of making sure that you pull back the right amount the science of it which of the how to employ my three birds how to you know kind of get like all of and then I see my kids playing I'm like you're not going to make that shot you know (laughs) and I'm just like it's so funny to me that it's like It is a really silly concept, birds knocking pigs down and destroying buildings. It's so
1: fun. But it's It's, so fun. It's funny to watch the kids coming out of the exhibit, too, because one kid was like, his mom was like, Jared, we've been in there for an hour. And he was like, you want me to be learning things, Mom? You tell me all the time you want me to be learning things. And now you're rushing me
0: (laughs) out. So... Here's the deal. Well, and if you're out here at the Minnesota State Fair, there's so much you can learn and so much you can do, but this is kind of one of those things I think kids feel like this is for them. Yes. Like, you know, even the alphabet forest and everything else, you're still very aware that you are sort of in a school atmosphere. You're sort of being forced to, to learn. This is definitely play that is also learning, and it's a lot of fun. So I definitely think that if you bring your kids here, they will, they will feel like they're getting a midway ride in a weird way, and it's free. Let's talk about that. It's it totally is free.
1: It is free, and it is Saturday out at the Minnesota State Fair. It is an overcast day today and chilly. Like, Steph has a jacket on, I have a sweatshirt on, yeah. but it feels great.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that there's, uh, you know, a chance. Today is the day that we're all watching the numbers because... You know, last year, this same day, they broke 270,000 people. That was an all-time day attendance record. And there's a chance that today it could happen. I don't think it's going to rain. Are you saying there's a chance? There's a chance, and it could just kind of, if it stays clear but cloudy and cool, that's a good omen.
1: I like it. I like it. Today, Stephanie, is also the day that I'm going to have my inaugural cream puff.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: because I haven't had the cream puff at the State Fair before. There's always a big line. And yeah. I love a good cream puff. I right. love a pet to chew. So I'm gonna head over to the cream puff booth today.
0: That's a good idea. I yeah, have... it's
1: gonna be my new to me food.
0: Okay, what did you what did you have yesterday? Did we already talk about what you had yesterday? Was your new to me food
1: uh, yesterday? My new to me food was a new beer, and it was the Hazy Summer Seam at Ballpark Cafe. Okay, and it was a it's a juicy hazy IPA. Really delicious, super aggressive, in it's IPA-ness. So if you're not into that, it's maybe not for you, but I really liked it. Yeah. Very piney, high ABV, so I had to have the small.
0: Okay. But it was delicious. Yeah. I can't remember what I ate yesterday. I'm at a point.
1: I think you had your, well, I know you had a dill pickle beer from Giggles. Yeah,
0: that's true, I did. And that's actually um, a thing that I love.
1: Like that's a, That was new a couple years ago. It's got a little cornichon on the side. It's just a
0: pickle, not even a cornichon. Cause those are, Cornichons are a little bit more intense than just a regular dill pickle. And they, it comes with a skewer of cheese as well. Here's my move. I eat that cheese right away, and then I bite that pickle in half, and then I skewer it again and stick it in the beer. And that <laughs> is the fun.
1: I do like that you called the square of cheese the amuse-bouche. It is an amuse-bouche. <laughs> of it your is, beer.
0: It is an amuse-bouche for that beer. There is, um, there is uh, a lot of... Um, S- sweet beers this year a lot yeah. of fruit beers the, the breweries went with their you know the ne- the local trend anyway outside of the state fair is to do milkshaky, pineapples lots of fruit Fruities, sours it, yeah sours they are definitely on a fruit gig and so for to remember back to last year when there was a little bit more savory stuff you know this dill pickle beer is kind of a nice throwback for me it was it's made by tin whiskers st paul brewery and it's up at giggles and it's just a great beer I I think it's their top seller, actually.
1: Yeah, I like that beer a lot. Um, I didn't think I was going to, but I did.
0: Um, One of the things I did happen to have um, was at Giggles, my kid asked me for the walleye mac and cheese.
1: It's delicious.
0: I mean, it was good. It was okay. I guess here's the hard part. Let me just counsel you this. Eat that right away. Yeah. Don't walk it halfway down the fair and run into 30 people you have to talk to and then give it to your kid when it's cold. Good to
1: know. Not good to good. know. Because I actually like that mac and cheese. I think it's delicious.
0: Yeah. I, I Yeah. So lots of walleye in there that got fishy and got weird because it got cold. Oh okay. So, but I will there's a lot in that dish for nine bucks. So that was nice. And
1: we're up in the north end, which is a new area of the fair. It started with the hangar. Now they've got this new exhibit hall. There's a lot of uh, shopping to be had up here. Yeah. It's kind of a, a if I was gonna say it's kind of a replica of the West End. Yeah, it's if but this in is, the north. If this is their expansion mode, I feel really good
0: about it. Totally. I feel the way that if they're if this is how they're gonna do the expansion because they are gonna keep expanding the fair, I think. And there's a couple parking lots that they're You know, parking is a situation and an issue which they all want to talk about and figure out. And I think it will. um, But this is kind of one of those things where this is now a new entrance. And so that helps with the flow. They want to
1: bring people north so that the main area, like, you know, kind of unclogs a little bit. Yeah, so it's not so congested. Right. Tonight, I just want to highlight a grandstand show for you because we've got Brandy Carlisle and Mavis Staples. Two of my just favorite, favorite, favorites are going to be here tonight. It is sold out, but there will be sometimes there's, single tickets that yeah, get released. Yeah, closer there's, to a few,
0: there's a few tickets that just when I checked before we got on air, I looked and there's like basically there's single tickets with some view obstructions. Yep. So that's how you're going to find that if you want to go there. Um, also, Tony, Tony, Tony is playing, you know, the R&B group from the 80s and 90s in the Lenny's Lodge. Um, one thing I will tell you that I think is fun is the Malamanya, which is a Latin sort of Caribbean groove band. Fun. They are at the Bazaar tonight. They are really fun, and I like them a lot. There'll
1: be a lot of good dancing to be had there. Oh, yeah.
0: Let's talk about what day it is. By the way, today is AARP Day in Danpatch Park, so there's a lot of interesting things. There's Plinko Game. There's a local band showcase happening in the park, which is fun. fun. At the Cambria Kitchen today, 45th Parallel Distillery. Which is fun. From
1: Wisconsin. We and love them. And
0: they've done that a number of years in the Cambria Kitchen. And they're going to do cooking kind of with spirits and things like that. I don't think you get to drink anything. But you get to learn about food and that.
1: I want to say, too, if you're coming out with some of the older kids or the uh, middle school teens... Third Layer Skate Park is a great place yeah, to park yourself and to watch them do their tricks. They've got a shop that's set up right there. It's really really fun. It's over by Dan Patch Park this year that was moved from up in the north over there.
0: Yes, yes, yeah, it is a great and and that maze. It's taking the place where the maze was last year, and the maze is now over here by 4-H building. So our Eco Experience. Um, hey, guess who's in the pet pavilions today? Um, Siberian Huskies. No. Helping Paws. Oh, cute. So it's a really great, you guys, Helping Paws is an organization. They train service dogs. They teach dogs how to be service dogs. Um, and they'll kind of demo. They're going to be out there demoing, like, responses and commands and all that kind of stuff to kind of show you what, what, what it takes to be a service dog and what they go through. I think that's a really wonderful thing
1: if you are someone that is a fan of the podcast best to the nest that features marjorie punnett and also elizabeth reese from twin cities live they're going to be doing a live broadcast event at the kstp booth from 10 30 to 11 30
0: right so right now yeah
1: <laughs> so run down there run
0: down there um a, a couple other things i want to make sure that you know about today there's a milk chugging contest at the moo booth
1: Ooh, how much milk could you chug could chug, you chug chug i feel if like you could everyone's chug, been could prepping chug milk
0: at the uh at the milk booth the two dollar all you can drink milk booth. that's like a that's like a training course for this. Um, one of the great... Uh, How many thi-
1: cups of milk do you actually think you could drink? Me, none. I mean, I could do a cup of milk, like two. I'm not... I think I could do four. It's... I might not feel so awesome after, but I yeah. think I could go to four. Because I, I do think... like milk.
0: Yeah, I don't... I don't. Just, I just... It's not in my habit to drink it a lot. So right. So I don't... I don't know. Um, two, some Two things I want to make sure to point out today. One, there is a great seminar called The Real Dirt, Conventional Farming and Organic. And... That is just, I mean, if you want to kind of understand the differences between those two things and also, like, how they impact and what how the realities are and kind of get beyond the headlines and the buzz, that's kind of an interesting thing to go to. And the other thing, or there's two more. One One is that uh, Brewing with Minnesota Ingredients, Mighty Axe Hops, is going to be at the uh, craft brew stage. And they will be doing, they'll be talking about how we're growing hops and how the Minnesota hops have a specific terroir, which is going to make our beers taste different.
1: At their 80-acre hop farm so that they're cool. expanding.
0: So cool. And finally, I got to tell you, the speed drills for the horse competition is today. It's like pole weaving, barrel jumping, figure eights, all the good stuff. That is like, if, you wanna, if you're looking for something to go sit in the Coliseum and watch,
1: speed drills with the horses is something cool. All right. We are headed over to the Egg Hort building right now to give you your state fair story. Hi, I'm Stephanie Hansen, and we are here for a podcast on a stick. And our State Fair story is coming to you live from the Ag Hort Building. Stephanie is actually buying a shirt. She's buying two shirts, so she's getting a free canvas tote from the Minnesota State Horticultural Society. Okay, her first shirt is Let Us Turn Up the Beat, Bum. There's also the Sod Father which has, it's black, kind of like that Godfather movie t-shirt. They've got some honey t-shirts. How about this one? Totally rad hyphen-ish. Yay! And when you come into the Aghort building, wow, there is so many things to see today. There is a whole garden to glass movement that's happening in the Aghort building and they have growing fresh ingredients for summer drinks, so they talk to you about how you can grow things at home and make summer drinks with them. So, Here's the cucumber borage lemonade recipe. Borage, do you know what borage is? Okay, you make a simple syrup with the borage flower, and then you can make a delicious lemonade. It's sugar, water, borage leaves, cucumber, lemon juice. The person next to me was taking pictures. She was like, yeah, I'm going to make something with that borage. How about the lavender bee's knees? This is a drink recipe it is four ounces of gin two ounces of lavender honey syrup fresh lemon juice and two sprigs of lavender so stephanie how did you feel about your shirts i mean obviously i liked them i bought them
0: here's what i think is fun they're really making this gardening like i love the fact that they've done cocktails you know they're kind of spicing it up they're trying to make gardening sort of fun and and accessible but also just kind of hip and cool instead of you thinking about some old lady with her squishy shoes and her knee pads
1: which is me I was so, just gonna say, you're talking about me. me? So we have honey candy, so when you walk into the Ed Court building you can visit the honey area and you can buy the twenty five cent honey sticks.
0: But I mean I love the fact that there's like they're talking about I know that they have a lot of uh, classes. We're looking at the dirt stage. What I'd love you to see is that this they debuted this I think last year. And they have so many seminars and they do so many great things for allowing people to like to learn about planting about like when you have your issues with um tomatoes tomatoes but then yeah but then there's also the thing about like building a greenhouse for under a hundred dollars all that kind of tech and stuff that honestly you go online and you try to figure it out but it's really nice to have an expert standing there talking to you
1: I think more people could take advantage of that kind of stuff Okay, and for our State Fair story, I just want you to know, you can come to the Ag Court building, and there is an app that you can download where you learn how to trellis tomatoes and make them in a straw hay bale. So you don't even need a pot. You can just make them in a straw hay bale. Oh, that is cute. Yeah, right? These, so we have these cocktail garden kits for
0: $16, which they had the whole uh, they had the whole thing with the recipes, and then they give you the seeds that you, or you buy the seeds that you plant that then you can make into those cocktails. I think that's so smart.
1: These people know us, Stephanie, because they're packaging it as fun gift idea. Just add a bottle of booze with your cocktail garden kit seeds. I love that. There is
0: This is the catalog that you want, you gardener of all things. But this is where you kind of look through. They have a Seed Savers Exchange catalog. And this is one of those things that you really get to look through every... This is what you would do in the wintertime and start thinking about your garden. And you see ground cherries. And you can read up on why ground cherries are cool. You've got a recipe for Grandma Ott's ground cherry jam. And then they have, you know, then they tell you how many to order. If you can, you know, if you want to order them. They have a whole thing about lettuce lettuce and if you want to grow butterhead or crisp head
1: or loose leaf or romaine. That's a good thing for me because I grew lettuces this spring, but as I got to midsummer, they were kind of petering out and I hadn't replanted. So I'd like to know some lettuces that would do better in a hot, hot climate.
0: Yeah. And I mean, just kind of like understanding the differences because I know a lot of people they, they either buy seedlings or they buy seeds at the last minute. I mean, my God, you can buy seeds in grocery stores, which is so funny, I think. But the Seed Savers Exchange, you know, is a, it's a catalog that you get, and it allows you to really think and plan your garden every year. And I think that that's kind of that interesting thing. Like right now, I know we're at harvest, and so we're coming out of the growing season. But that only just means that you're starting to think about next year's, you know. And so this is, I think, I think this is a great thing to be picking up in the Ag Hort building.
1: Okay, it is the State Fair story, and just so you know, Stephanie Hansen, Stephanie's dish is picking up the Seed Savers Exchange catalog. And if you look for my Ely Hilltop Garden, you're gonna see some seeds from the Minnesota State Fair next year.